Hello everybody, and this is uh, my time to shine, shall we say. Usually we have an episode of UDS Radio for you, including myself, Tom and Paul. Unfortunately, me and Tom have been very busy, you know, I've, I've been getting back to 100% health, I'm going to work and earning that money having that life and with my new hours I we, you know I've been a bit busy I haven't been able to record and Tom's the same he's been working hours you know he's been earning that dollar uh, Paul has gone radio silent we don't really know what's happened to him so it was up to me to put the episodes up this week but there was none so I am officially dubbing this week Craig Week here at Upside Down Shark. So for Craig Week, instead of a normal episode, we will have the best bites, which is uh, just an easy way for us to say, hey, you may have missed this. Here is something we've done. So the first best bites we will be having is when myself and Tom travelled up to London to interview Bowling for Soup. Now, Bowl of Soup, for you, those of you that don't know, are a rock band with a very funny name. And Tom's idea was to say to them, hey, ask them the question, you know, what's their favourite soup? Uh, I was like, they've probably been asked this multiple times, haven't they? They're just probably not even funny anymore. So my, uh, my spin on it was that we grab many different bowls and I was going to ask them what their favourite bowl was and the joke went really well and it's encapsulated in this interview which you will be listening to now we should have a new show next week um, but to round off Craig week there's going to be another Craig related bit on Thursday so without further ado here is me and Tom Tom being the the director, me being the interviewer, uh, interviewing Bowling for Soup. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'm Craig from Upside Down Shark Radio, and I am joined by the most handsomest rock band in the land ever, Bowling for Soup. Hi. For the unfortunate people that don't know who you are, would you mind introducing yourself? Oh, and that one guy. <laughs> yeah. The one guy that doesn't know. I'm Jarrett, and. Uh, I enjoy a nice walk along the beach, but not actually in the sand. I like to stay on the concrete part. And um, I also love puppies. I'm Gary, and usually while Jared's on that walk, I'm like, can't we go to the sandy part? This is boring on the sidewalk, so, you know, whatever. I don't like to get sand in my parts and my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You're playing... uh, Sorry. You're playing Drunk Enough to Dance. Yes. Uh, in its entirety. We are. Uh, album that has gone generations and generations. It has. People love it. I've got my question. Why do you think it's still resonating with the audience? You know, when you first of all, it, it's just a, it's a over it's a really fun album. I mean, it's it's a fun album from you know sort of like the 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 peak of the start of pop punk if that makes sense like about the time where it was like really all of us were out there already doing our thing and um, 
you know, I just I feel like there's a lot of songs on there that that resonate with people, and, and, and it, it brings back visuals of when they heard it the first time. They're easy songs to share with your kids or your grandmother. It's like the spark that lit the fire. Yeah. It's a fun album to go back and listen to, for sure. I mean, it's... We, I, a couple of times... Eric is back here asleep, but uh, one time he and I were cooking at my house, and, and it came on uh, randomly on my iPod. And uh, Oh, an iPod is, was an iPhone before it could be a phone, in case you guys didn't remember. Um, but anyway, just listening back to it, it's just like, you know, this is pretty darn good. Yeah, when we were rehearsing, like, working it up, it was... It was fun, you know, like going yeah. back, some of the songs we've never even played live, so like working them up has been fun. It was weird though, because it's like we do things differently than we did then, you know, 15 years ago, it's like just the way that we do sort of like chord walkdowns or like um, chromatic walkdowns or whatever, it's like we, we back then we, we take out a note and now we add a note, it's, it's, it's just a really interesting study as to the way that we used to do it. Maybe, I guess, or, or if we're just taking the easy road now, I don't know which one it is. So going on that, like, where do you see yourself in the future? Like, are you going to do another album soon, or what, what's the plan after this tour? Well, I mean, we're definitely going to put out more music soon, I don't know. I mean, I, we put this out to the fans earlier this year, and it's like, you know, should we do new music? Should we do a covers album? It's been talked of that forever. Should we do songs people actually liked volume two, which would be like the second 10 years of our career. Um, and there's people argue for, for all of them. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what makes the most sense and see what, what, what movie, what, uh, what mood we're in or what movie we're watching. I don't know why I said movie. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You said the wine gave you tattoos. Uh, you also brought a tattoo artist along with you mm-hmm. on the tour. Yeah. Uh, what was thinking behind that? Well, <coughs> excuse me. We've brought a tattoo artist on tour with us now over here for the last five years or so. Right? Yeah, usually it's typically just for us. Like yeah. backstage, we all get new stuff, or, or you know, our friends get new stuff. Yeah, so it's like they, he'll tattoo the crew or the or the open support bands. But um, we started a new thing on my solo tour this last September. Excuse me, this is because I just flew over here just now, like a few a few hours ago. Um, and we actually had him set up before the show, and we, we have a, a touring tattoo studio, and it went great. And so we're doing that again, and we're we're sold out in advance. Some shows we have four artists, you know, tattooing for five and six hours, and uh, you know, it's it's really cool. I mean, it's it's a good chance for you to get an economical tattoo from a badass tattoo artist, and take something home with you that you'll have forever, you know? That's good. Whether you like that or not in 10 years. It'll be with you for life. It'll be with you for life. I'm your freshman, Aquabats, MC Large, Lars, Loud Kittens, Zebrahead, all acts that have toured with you, sport acts. How, so diverse, how do you, do you just ask them to come aboard and then just like, yeah, sure, well, what, what's the thinking? Some, some of them just showed up. <laughs> That's come on, yeah. let's do it. What? I mean, how about you guys? Um, for the most part, it's that we meet them or we take some sort of interest in them or hear them or see a video and we're like, we've got to take them on tour. I am so sorry that I'm yawning. In, in between your two yawns, I almost yawned. Yeah. It's contagious, but I fought I'm trying off. to fight it. I really am. I mean, those were terrible. The reason why I keep doing it is because I won't let myself just get a, a big yawn out of the way. Um... But then there's been bands that have been suggested by either our agent or I mean Zebrahead was um, 
was one that we had never toured with them before, and they were they were recommended by, I think, Army of Freshmen, and, and, and they came along, and, and it was great having them along, so we've brought them back. But uh, Lounge Kittens, um, actually, our publicist sent me over a video of them, and I was just like, holy shit. They have really good Oh, them. my God. I'm like, whatever happens, we've got to do something with them. And then MC Lars, he was a little kid, made his <laughs> made his album in his, in his dorm room, and we heard a song that he had called um, called Signing Emo back in the day. And I was just like, I don't care what he has to do. If he has to drop out of college, he's going on tour. So he got on our bus for over a year and was on the road with us. So, you know, a lot of times it's, it's who we want to see each night. And, uh, and it, it works out good when your fans are... Because this, like this tour, for example, I mean, we wore the Aquabat stuff out in our mm-hmm. van. Like, we were such huge fans. And, and now to know them a little bit and be able to see them every night is going to be really fun. The cachet of your name is just like, hey, come tour with us, bottom soup. And they're like, sure. Yeah, well, it's basically like, hey, uh, can we come open up for you guys in the UK <laughs> so we can have a career? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm sort of kidding. It's funny because it's true. It's funny because it's true. No, I mean, it is. It, and, and to be honest, it's, it's been fun for like really close friends of ours, the Dolly Rots, Patent Pending, as you said, Army of Freshmen, to be able to, MC Lars, be able to bring them over for the first time or the first and second time that they're over here and now they can all come over and tour on their own because we do have the nicest, most supportive fans in the world and it's just, it's like once a band is on the road with us, it's it's almost like we've kind of given them the the approval and and our fans just continue to support them and I think that's great and that's the way it should be. Just introducing more acts and you know building yeah. organization. Yeah, yeah. And they're, kind of, they're kind of in the family at that point. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes it's like you know those bands will come back and be like, hey, you know we want to come back and it's like you've flown the nest, our little bird. <laughs> you know, go go ye and fly unto the southern can. sky. You know, so that we can bring we can yet nurture another band with our bosom of punk punk. Just the thought of MC Lars upon your bosom. Yeah. Is well, my bosoms got have got. Yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the day, it wouldn't have been that great of a sight because I didn't have any. But now that I've I've grown a little bit outward, uh, I do. I could probably snuggle them in here pretty well. Uh, this is a question that my producer behind the camera wanted me to ask. He said he searched the internet and no one's never ever asked you this question before. What's your favorite suit? Has someone asked you that before? It's it's obvious that so he's already embarrassed himself as a millennial okay. already today, right? Mm-hmm. You you even said you just said oh god, mm-hmm. right? When he said earlier that uh, something was on fire but it was going to be lit. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Um, we get asked that pretty much every every so day. I thought this was the case. Right. So I thought, have you ever been asked what is your favorite type of bulb? No. You haven't. Well, no. for you, sirs. Here are some bowls I would like you to okay. have a look at. Um, okay. Judge, and just tell me which one you believe okay. is the best. That's so, the best one. Mixing? This is a okay, yeah. mixing bowl okay. I like. Okay. okay, we would call this like a... That's nachos? That's where I... Yeah, 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 yeah. you like melt some cheese in there, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, Pasta bowl. Mm-hmm. Cereal bowl? Cereal bowl. Okay. I'm uh, going, that's the best one. Mixing bowl. Yeah, and here's why. Because we would use this for all of the above. Yeah. You know how much cereal you can Yeah, you can get a half a box of Fruity Pebbles in this thing. Yeah. We don't get Fruity Pebbles in there. No. No. Well, we could get a half a box of Fruity Pebbles in there. I do agree with him, though. That's that's the best bowl. Mixing bowl, bowling for soup. It's indoors. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I will return that to my girlfriend's mom. But back to your uh, question on soup. 
uh, my wife's chicken noodle soup, uh, which I had to have this week because I was not feeling well. Oh. It's a cure-all. I feel okay great now. now. I'm great now. Well, now I've got like a stomach thing, but I've... I've Something like to you watch cooking. I've uh. five times today, That's... and it's finally getting to be normal. So, um, I think we're good. Out of the woods. I'm glad you're keeping ready. Yeah. And your tomato soup? Any love for tomato? Um, nah, it'd probably be like a, a pasta visual soup. Oh, oh. you like a bit, bit of chunk? Yeah, I like a little bit, almost stew, you know? Some, some have to it. Uh, we heard through your Twitter that you're at the Royal Rumble. I was. Uh, we're annoyed you weren't number 30. But if you were a wrestler, what would your name be and your theme song? Well, if I were a wrestler, I would be a Von Erich from back in the day. The Von Erichs were uh, who I grew up with. I actually used to use the name Von Erich when Bowling for Soup um, were first coming out. Um, and I'm, I'm friendly with Kevin Von Erich still. So I would be Jarrett Von Erich um, would be my name. And, uh, of course, my theme song, of course, and it seems obvious, would be... Uh, I can't think of one. <laughs> like one I would, from Bowling for Soup. I would, no, I wouldn't use my own shit. It'd probably be, um, oh gosh, maybe it'd be like uh, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. All year round? Yeah, all year round. Carey, do you have a... I'm, I know nothing about the wrestling world. Uh, but you are aware that there are wrestlers and they have names and theme songs. I, the Crusher! What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, your tracks have been used for many things. Yes. Movies, TVs, video games. What's your favorite? Off of the ones that have been used for stuff. Like Jimmy Neutron? Um, Phineas and Ferb is, has oh, yeah. got to be the hands down uh, favorite. I mean, there's a song I wrote for Phineas and Ferb for the movie called Robot Riot. And uh, it's, 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 it's so cool because I got to write the song, perform the song, and then I'm animated in the movie doing the song. But we had a lot of fun doing... Um, Jimmy Neutron too, and um, greatest day, greatest, greatest day. day yeah. yeah, that's and that's our own song. It was written originally for a Tiger Woods golf game. They didn't use it. We put it on an album, and it's it's been in so many television shows. It's been on video games, TV shows, yeah. a couple of movies. So it was like, it written just for been, the game. It was written for the game, but they didn't use it. So it's just by chance. And so then the it's just thing. literally just gone and gone and gone. And it's so that and that's on Drunk Enough to Dance. So we'll be playing that a bunch this this uh, this tour. Do you ever get fed up with Chuck E. Cheese being commented on every YouTube video? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's my day job. So I, you could, y'all, anybody can talk about that anytime they want. Um, you also have a podcast, don't you? I do. Um, it's Jared goes to the movies. Yes. What, what universe would you like to exist in? All play a part. So Star Wars, X Men, Marvel, any any sort of one comes to your mind. Debbie does Dallas. I was gonna say Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. Oh, I like that one too. <laughs> you know, I'm not a sci-fi guy. Like I I I appreciate Star Wars because it happened when I was a kid. I don't worship it. I don't. I mean, it's okay. I go to see the new ones because my son is 11 and my. Father-in-law's a nerd, so okay. that's what we do as boys. Um, but the whole universe thing, man, I just, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'd probably, um, I think I'd just stick with the one that we're in. It's boring. Moon. Only the moon would actually be made of cheese. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, final question. We are Upside Down Shark Radio. How well do you know your sharks? What's your favorite shark? 
I know a little bit about sharks. Um, I have some options if you don't know any for the head. A wing head, a uh -huh. scoop head, uh -huh. Bruce from Finding Nemo, Jaws, mine's the hammer. Bruce from Finding Nemo. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I had a bit of a, uh, of a, I had a bit of a sexual run-in with a hammerhead shark at the aquarium. And um, it like followed me from like point A to point B just over and over, and I kept testing it out. Just and it was just, it would just stand over me and just look at me and like, and I'm pretty sure like it was having a moment with me or whatever. So I'm gonna go hammerhead. I was gonna go hammerhead too because we've been bitten by a tiny little baby hammerhead. We shark. have actually. Wait, True wait, story. Yeah. Uh, in Diego Garcia, uh, it's this little bitty. Dot in the middle of the Indian Ocean, and, and you uh, guys own it, we run it. Yeah, for you. So we got to go there to play uh, for a bunch of troops in the military that are stationed out there, and they've got this little lagoon thing, and we go out there, and we're swimming around and frolicking, and Eric kind of freaks out for a second. So, oh, something bit me, and we're like, yeah, it's Eric. But Eric always freaks yeah. out. Eric's being Eric, haha, -ha, and we keep on freak, uh, frolicking and just having fun, and then Chris is like, hey. Something bit me. <laughs> we're like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, okay, if Chris is getting bit, we're out. And then we just saw this little bit uh, baby hammerhead swimming around. And then, so we go up and we're like, hey, you know, like, is that a thing? Could we have been, like, would he have been, like, coming up and nibbling us? He goes, oh, yeah, and you're lucky you got out when you did. And, we're like, <laughs> he go, and I'm like, yeah, and he's just like, yeah, because where there's baby, there's mama. So we went to the pool yeah, after that. We did, yeah. yeah. Not sure, relaxing mojito or something. We did. Oh, you know. I mean, we, uh, it was at a military base. You could just buy all the liquor you want, yeah. take it to the pool. So we had a hell of a day. It's good. Gentlemen, I can't wait to see your person. That's where they're all going. Thank uh, you. Yes, that's going to be great. We're filming it live for an upcoming DVD called uh, Older, Fatter, Still the Greatest Ever. And um, yeah, so cameras will be rolling that night, and DVD will actually be out uh, before summer. So it's, it's actually, yeah. So we're gonna actually start taking pre-orders on this tour. So if you're coming to that show, or if you're just coming to this tour in general, and you want to see pretty much that set, I mean, I, I'm not sure how much the set will change from night to night because we haven't played it yet. But uh, pretty much this show, if you want to have it on uh, forever and ever, keep watching uh, all the Bowling Pursuit socials. What about ever? ever. Forever, ever. And ever. ever and ever. So you're saying I can get a tattoo that will last forever, and mm. then get a DVD of myself with the tattoo that will also last forever. One hundred percent. So, thank you very much. Thank you, Craig. It's been, an, it's been a pleasure. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Getting all Game of Thrones and shit.